Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt. Who happen to be homies Just chowing on the junkies Yeah, it's bit season What a time to be alive Bit season, couple of regular guys It's bit season Go have yourself a laugh It's bit season Aha, ha, Hey, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Bit Season. I'm Drab T-Shirt. And I'm Matt Valdez. It is episode 31 of the Bit Season Saga, and it is also Draft Day. <laughs> draft Day? We're going to have, have our extended draft talk on Bit Season? <laughs> no, this will be a shortened, shortened uh, Bit Season due to Draft Day. Perhaps. We Perhaps. You'll, you'll never know when we're going, although we might have some sort of draft shtick. Draft your favorite X. Draft your favorite Y. I felt like an idiot today when Locke and Four called in and I said, Happy Draft Day. (laughs) (laughs) What a loser. And I'm like, why did I why did I say that? That's such a stupid thing to say. Like he probably hates today. Yeah, because he's working hard. He's working hard, and he probably he's burnt out, and and he's just tired of like it, the nonstop coverage. It's the exact it's the exact thing. Like say if uh, John DePompa wished you a hey happy uh, drinking show. You know what? <laughs> You're right. And I, that is an undersold part of of uh, the producing is the chit chat with guests when they call in. It is hard. Sometimes it's hard, and you might think it's it's irrelevant. But let me tell you, when you talk to Mike Rizzo every single Wednesday, and you're trying to think of something to say to him, and because he's down in the dumps, he's down in the dumps. <laughs> His or, team sucks. Or lobby, they've lost a couple games in a row. Or they got uh, blown out the night before. You got to cheer him up and pump him up for the segment. <laughs> So for some people, it would be a thrill to talk to the oh, coach. And I dread everything. it. No, I know. I mean, for like the the, the, the Joe Schmoes out there, but I know what you. I know what you're doing. The move that you've been doing lately. What's that? Drab time. Uh, people don't know this, but I am so observant, okay. and I and I know I know what Drab does. He's my work wife. I know every time he mm. uh, takes a takes a dump at this station. Uh, Which I don't do. Our our cycle our cycles are synced up together, basically. (laughs) Um, So Drab typically eats his breakfast around seven and his uh, second breakfast or lunch kind of at nine o'clock. You're so far off. I'm not. You you go you go and you disappear around seven and you disappear at nine. I know, but around I'm taking just a long leak. Okay. Uh, but for whatever reason, you're heating up your egg, or yeah, you're yeah. Heating, or you're getting your lunch together. But drag my second breakfast. What an ass! <laughs> <laughs> sure, I have two breakfasts. What am I, some fat pig? 
<laughs> so when Drab leaves, he's timing up his uh, when he's leaving for when uh, the struggling coach calls in. So he's supposed. So Mike Rizzo's supposed to call <laughs> yeah. us. So all of a sudden, it's eight fifty nine, and Drab, for whatever reason, is heating up his second breakfast, and he's making me talk to Mike Rizzo uh, uh, in the middle of their eight game losing streak, and they can't score a run. You know, every once in a while, I will do that when I can't think of any content to. Uh, <laughs> To drop on Mike or or whatever or, reoccurring guest that we have coming on, uh, Drab always wants to do. Hey, congratulations on this or whatever it is to put him in a good mood. Drab doesn't know how to soften the blow uh, when his team blows. Yeah, if, if they're on a winning streak, I, I like uh, I'm a pro's pro. You know, hey, great job last night. That was fun to. I always say that was fun to watch. That's yeah, my, that's right. <laughs> hey, that was fun to watch. Great job last night. Hey, meanwhile, I didn't watch any of it. <laughs> But with Riz, I want I want I want to pump him up, and I don't want to say the same thing every week and just say, "Hey, thanks for calling in. Hang on, we'll get we'll be right to you." That's just like I don't know. I gotta be I gotta especially have, especially after we found out that uh, Riz loves the show so much. That that was surprising, and I was trying to figure that out. It, we're we're alluding to the picture that EB tweeted out this morning. If you haven't seen it, go to his Twitter. Where account. he's in his baller living room. Yeah, such a baller living room <laughs> with, with the, the built-in with the built-in uh, uh, bookcases with the junks, crappy webcams up. Yeah, that's and Rizzo standing like one foot from the television <laughs> and, 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 and can't the, and can't see Jason because his camera's blurry. <laughs> and the caption says "favorite show." That was that was on on his wife's Instagram that we saw, and an EB tw- retweeted it today, which was very cool. But I knew something was up because he goes, "All four guys are in today, huh?" And that's how you knew. I was like, well, he's listening or something, or you know, he's paying attention to the show. But I didn't know that um, it's a family sometimes, affair. Sometimes you forget that just big sillies are listening in. Well, I told you I had that experience not with big sillies last week when I talked about my neighbor. And yep. I and yeah. I realized that, that everyone everyone in, in my neighborhood listens to the show because my phone kept buzzing and yeah. buzzing and buzzing with everybody wanted this scoop of who I was fighting. <laughs> Yeah, you were never so popular until all of a sudden you right. started talking about Stone Ridge <laughs> and glory days. But that, but that was cool that Mike is Mike so into the show. I, I always get a kick because I always think about. I say, do you ever think Mike's listening when we say something a little dicey and inappropriate? And then what, what would his reaction be? Of, co- of course, but that's why because of Davy Johnson's freak out about ten years ago. Maybe it wasn't. I think it was Davey's freak out, or it was just someone in the Nats office who didn't like that we were talking about the Hulk Hogan sex tape right before, right before in <laughs> right Bubba, before his, right before uh, his segment. Oh, he, we're breaking down Bubba the Love Sponge, yeah, and and, and, and Hulk railing out his wife. And I got a I got a hot call of someone from the Nats office who was super pissed off and said, "Please don't ever talk about sex right before a Nats interview." And so I try to soften that blow. That was a long time ago. And that person probably doesn't even work there anymore. So, but for a time being, we were spacing out some of the uh, racier uh, subject matter. No, I still try to. Do, we still try to do that just because I don't ever want to deal with that again. It was just that awkward. But sometimes it happens, and I don't think honestly, I don't think Rizzo really cares. Does Rizzo listen to Bit Season? No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, speaking of listening to Bit Season, we should uh, give the, a huge listener announcement to our biddies. Yeah, so this week is the last week of bit season. Just kidding. <laughs> of bit season on the junkies feed. All right. So here's what's going on. Valdez and I, we lit it up. We done we did so well on this on this podcast. The suits it's, are the suits are listening right now. The suits are paying attention. They are paying attention. They they like the numbers and and that we're getting every single week. 
and it's they honest, like the content. It, it's, it's it's the highest, most downloaded segment of the week. So I think they want to see how well we can do on our own, on our own feed, like away from yes. the junkies feed, a standalone people, podcast. If people are still interested in it, R. so R. we are we are <laughs> going to move to a solo bit season feed. Now, if you listen to the show on iTunes, it should be the same. Just search bit season. But if you listen on the station's website, thefandc.com. It will no longer be in the Junkies feed. Just go to click on podcast and you'll see the Bit Season tab there. Yeah. Pretty easy to find. Uh, yeah, all you biddies, you you were getting spoiled and it was but easy for you to just listen to the show after listening to the Junks on Thursday because it would just come up in the Junkies reel. But if you, like you said, search Bit Season on, on iTunes. Um, if you go to the website, we have our own page now for all of our episodes if you listen that way. And it's Best if you subscribe, so that way you're, you'll be alerted immediately as soon as a new episode no, drops. No, please subscribe. It's very important. Even if you, you, you know, you're you not a weekly listener or you just check it out or you catch catch up in spurts, just subscribe for us. It, it would help us out a lot and uh, help it, us yeah. get those downloads that, that, that we can really uh, yes. use to make a good impression, impression on the, suit, on the uh, suits. It's, a, it's, uh, it's critical for our future and our future of the show. If it looks good, if you don't subscribe, we'll be fired. No, <laughs> no if you do subscribe and there's a uh, a clamoring for more content, maybe we start doing multiple shows a week. You never know; it could happen. If 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 the suits see that there's so many P ones that are interest, interested in us and our biddies, then all of a sudden they'll force us to do more episodes let's with, be, and more great content. Yeah, let's be honest. The junkies are going to retire someday. <laughs> And they gotta they gotta start grooming their replacement. We are the heir apparent. Well, isn't gonna be embarrassing when the junkies retire in like twenty years, and then we're the heir apparent, and and I'm almost uh, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Strab's big break here in Valdez. Valdez turning fifty four this year. Hey, tell me about your colonoscopy, <laughs> old man radio. Yeah. Hey, so I had to get a prostate exam the other day. But, yes, it would help a lot, and we appreciate everyone's support. And um, 31 great episodes, lucky number 32. So I'm excited. Yep. All right. So a great week on the show. Again, I say that every week. It feels like we have a, a lot of good weeks. I'm not probably going to be honest if, if a week sucks. I probably <laughs> yeah. would say this week was terrible on the show. Yeah. How would you address this? this man, I, a, if I don't some say— do- We had some dog— weeks <laughs> yeah just we really wasted your week out there we all we half-assed it i, I don't know why you listened this week <laughs> um I, but i thought today's show just starting with today i i definitely want to t- touch on jay moore a little bit going back oh, yeah. to last friday but let's start with today's show because it's it's the freshest in my mind about david from punta cana who oh. called in and I, I want you, Valdez, to kiss the hand, kiss the kiss the ring, kiss the ring, kiss the ring. I'm not I'm not a linguist, but I do have killer radio instincts. Okay, all right, here, here. and hold I it told out. you, hold up. Okay. <laughs> all right, I told we were taking commander calls, and I got some old man calls us from <laughs> Dominican Republic wanting to talk commanders. What was your first? Did you say why are you calling said, from the Dominican you, Republic? I, I said you, you live in the, in. in Punta Cana, and he goes, no, I'm here visiting my girlfriend for a week. I'm 73 years old. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, that's the rocket science, right? Rocket scientists to figure and that out. you know what? Props to him. The junkies d- did uh, pick up on that. He sounded like he was our age. I'm je- I'm jealous. <laughs> that guy's 73 years old, and well, he we, sa- sounded like a spring chicken. If I look, I, we saw his picture and the picture of his girlfriend together mm-hmm. out fishing. Um, if I look like that at 73, 
I will be butt-sized. I didn't think he looked amazing. I thought he looked He's like— He's 73. Okay, but you're not—your dad's about 70, right? Yes. My dad's—I think my dad looks about the same as him, whereas— uh, he, he looks better than my dad. <laughs> well, I, you know, actually, I don't know if I can even—if I even know what Valdez's dad looks like. <laughs> A big, tall lurch. Um— he looked pretty good, I'll say, but he sounded great, and I think it was just so um, it was so like out of the blue. I love it when these things happen, when an unexpected well, especially, caller, especially in. on a day when you think it's going to be all about the Manders. So much sports on the rundown today. Oh my god, the, the biggest sports day ever, and he was the he was the uh, the the dessert. And this is how you um, I know something's going to be good, or or Valdez and I know is if we only pull EB into the side studio. <laughs> because EB's the guy that loves first off loves sex and porn and and but he really loves the the non sports and he's got he's the guy who grew up like listening to Howard and and he he loves he's, the, the non sports Eric's the shock jock he he's kind of the shock jock so I said Eric my radio instincts are are burning up here I got a guy on the line <laughs> radio radar <laughs> yeah. buzzing that, that's dating a twenty seven year old Dominican woman and. He's talking about how they're having sex in the jacuzzi, and I said, "I know it's draft day, but I think this guy. Do this. <laughs> I think this guy's a great caller. We let's talk to him." And he was all about it, and you were all about it, and he didn't disappoint. I uh, I, I said this on air, but I was kind of uh, talking to you about it more so between one of the breaks. That I love the fact that this guy who's 74, 73 years old, he is uh, he's lusting with his uh, his senorita girlfriend who's uh, thirty years younger than him. Um, he felt the need to call in on draft day about the commander's <laughs> 11th pick. Yeah, he really wanted to get to that point. I kept talking to him on hold about his trip, but he was like, no, 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 just put me down as David the Downer because I'm upset about the commander. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you just had sex with a 27-year-old. What are you upset about? He, he, he just got done uh, doing the first uh, three pages of the Karma Sutra. A couple things I noticed about that segment. First off, JP, he's always embarrassed about his Spanish. Why is that? Is I it beca- because he feels like um, he, he? Do you he, want me to? Do you want me to play armchair? Yeah, psychologist? armchair. Armchair. Play all armchair. Right, EB psych- I'll, psychologist. I'll be, all right. Here's my Sigmund Freud analysis of this. I think he, he speaks. You know, I he, think he speaks uh, fantastic. Well, not. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, like he doesn't he's sound from, like a native speaker. Necessarily, no, but he can but, understand and translate for us. But I think I think that JP is embarrassed because his mother speaks great Spanish, and he feels like he's disappointing her because he doesn't know. Uh, well, not know, but he doesn't sound authentic like his mom mm-hmm. did. So I think that might be something to do with but it. But he, there's nothing to be ashamed about. I mean, he grew up in Bowie, Maryland. And plus, JP's a perfectionist. He is a perfectionist. But he should, she should have just—he did a great job. He should have just went with the flow a little bit. I guess the first thing she did say is, no comprende. So that was, <laughs> actually was a little embarrassing. Hey, what did you think of my Spanish? <laughs> I was impressed with your recall. What, what did you say? Cano Verde? What do Oh, oh, I said necesitas, by the way, which is the, and I said, by the way, is the, uh, the proper grammar is the proper grammar in, in Spanish for the verb of do you need? So silly. Um, and I said cardo and I didn't know card. But, I actually, but in verde, I, I remember, actually think it should have been necesita. Because, well, that's the formal translation. You don't know her. 
I'm, well, we're trying to be friends. Okay, so, I, right. so I used the, the hey, I, I took I, I failed Spanish in college. <laughs> I took it a couple times. Uh, but I, I remembered Verde was green. All right, so. what's, what is it? What was Cano? I don't Cardo. Because I just put an O after card. Green card. Oh, I just got that joke. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, I just got. I was wondering. Everybody else was laughing. Yeah, and I didn't pick up on it. Uh, yeah, was it? Right, now I, like, I got it. Now I, I got said, it. "Where's your life insurance?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, searching for his life insurance. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I told Valdez uh, during the show today, I said, "I don't know why everyone makes a big deal." And I saw their texts coming in, calling her, "Oh, she just wants his money, or she just wants to come to America." Well, probably right, but they could still fall in love. It's an arrangement that might work. <laughs> well, but, he, but he's also whenever I see these these gold diggers dating like billionaires. Who is the the famous model Anna Nicole Smith? Yeah, Anna Nicole. She was, uh, yeah, she was, was dating like the ninety nine year old oil tycoon who was ready to kick the bucket any day. I tell Valdez, there's something in it for both of them. They're both taking advantage of each other. She it's wants a, his it, money, and he wants, wants her, her, her good looks. It's a yeah, it's a business deal. It, and, it, yeah, but they could still be, they could still like each other and still love each other. It's just, I, I think, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get. It's it. not, People get upset about it, right? When they see like an, an older guy with a young woman or different, different from well, different she classes. Could, well, she could also be in, into something like that. Well, she like she likes the maturity, and then I'm not just talking about the money aspect, but she likes the maturity of like where he is. Well, in you don't. Life. Hold on, you, don't need a, doing... you're, you don't need a 73 year old to find maturity. <laughs> Very mature. That's, that's, yeah, that's that's so right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what World War II was like, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but that's I'm just I'm trying to uh, find reasons why why that this uh, this couple can work because you know, i want to see love between them you know what so i was intrigued about and if you guys ha- didn't listen to the today show go back and listen to the segment it was a lot of fun this is what i was most intrigued about it wasn't the sex with the young woman this is what i was i was uh <laughs> my ears perked up when he said that his woman won't let him Lift a finger in that house. <laughs> what? I'm so jealous of that. I'm busting my ass every day I, at home, doing dishes, doing laundry, making dinner, making dinner, taking care of the kids. How, how many recipes have you learned now? I'm, 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 lear- I'm watching so many videos, how to cook family meals. Now, look, my wife does a lot, too. I'm not saying she doesn't. But, but you want to be Al Bundy. I want to be Al Bundy. I desire that so much. <laughs> Sitting on and the I'm sofa. so jealous of those da- those dads that just, the EBs out there that come home and do nothing. <laughs> Where I'm the big silly. The only thing I want to do in my house is drive the family car. And I will forever give EB a hard time about that because I, I don't think his, his wife should be his, his, the, his chauffeur. Chauffeur. I, I think the man should drive. But everything else, I'm jealous of EB. Hey, you were a little bit stereotypical today. I was. I, I felt <laughs> bad, but I, you hear about that a lot. I, well, I didn't know that was a thing. in The uh, Hispanic in, in, women? In, in, in Hispanic culture, that the women are kind of run the household, so well, to speak. Of course, because it's a, it's a traditional culture uh-huh. where women... Why are, we, why, why are we not out looking for some senoritas? <laughs> Hey, I told I told you I I look I love I love my wife. She's great. All right, but I when I lived in Arizona, I, that's what I was searching for. I took out the the, the bus girl at the restaurant we worked at. She didn't speak a, a word of English. She just, she just sat there and nodded her head at dinner together. Oh yeah, this beautiful Andrea. I'll never forget her. 
She was Tell me beautiful. about Andrea. Okay, so I I worked at Native New Yorker in in, in Phoenix. <laughs> here, okay, well, well, that is a very weird restaurant. It was it was, it was a pizza Wait, and wing place uh, okay. franchise in, in Phoenix. <laughs> New York style pizza all the way. In, there's uh, a lot. Of, no, there's a lot of New Yorkers in, in Arizona. Uh huh. And great great local restaurant. A lot oh. of cockroaches. <laughs> From what I remember. All right, what was your job at Native New Yorker? I was a waiter. Okay. All right. And how, how old were you at this time? You were in college or? I was 22, yes. Yeah. So, so my just, senior year uh, of college. <laughs> it's the senior year, 22. All right. And I, um, that was my heyday. I mean, <laughs> I'm just sitting here like an idiot smiling to myself thinking about the women at Native New Yorker. <laughs> I'm such I'm so trashy. I, I, uh, was it what is akin? Knew, was it akin to the? Uh, do you remember the movie Waiting? It was where, a lot like Waiting, where, where, was, where every single restaurant uh, employee watches that and, and just and, reminisces about their hate. I think that's when I was working there when that movie came out. Uh-huh. You wanted to be Justin Long, yeah, <laughs> remembering everybody's steak order by by heart. You know what? I I think that. Did you ever work in a restaurant? Um, like I've done like, not so I guess not really. No, 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 no. Like I a, would like encourage a, like a banquet. I've anybody who's listening before. to this, it's too late. But you got to have restaurant experience in your life because it teaches you a lot about the service industry and how people should be treated. But it also those guys are those people in the, in, in the restaurant industry. They're party animals. <laughs> I mean, these guys just they're they're lifers. <laughs> no disrespect to anyone who works in a restaurant. I'm not trying to be who's in, you know 50 years old and works. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's 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 a tough lifestyle, right? And you got to it takes a toll on your body. You're working late nights and then you're going out drinking till four o'clock in the morning. So many cigs, so many cigarettes. You you're waking up at noon. You don't know what day it is. <laughs> so the, so the movie waiting is. Uh, remember, uh, remember waiting they would after the shift they would all yeah, go to go, like the house the, party the, afterwards yeah, they would go to the the older guy's house yeah the older guy's house yeah, yeah, and had they, all the booze yeah and go trash it and go hit on the the 17 year old hostess so I knew I knew kitchen Spanish at the uh, time okay right? and, and this inclu- is when I'm I was taking Spanish classes at ASU and I was working in a restaurant in Phoenix where most of the people were Mexicans okay so I it was just it was easy at the time. I barely remember any of it, but I, let me tell you, Mexican women loved me. I had this charm about me, maybe because they didn't speak English, right? They didn't, they didn't really know. The super pale skin was a turn on. <laughs> I, I, it was my spiky. I had spiky hair. Oh, the know, frosted tips. The frosted tips, probably you all probably, that dumb crap. You, no, see, you probably looked exotic to them. I think I did. So Andre, I'm not kidding you. Andre did not speak a word of English. Maybe uh, hi and bye. Did you know her last name? I don't remember it. I'm sure I did at the time. Garcia. <laughs> All right. Okay. And <laughs> Andy Garcia. Get all okay. Andy Garcia. I, I, okay. Like, <laughs> I went out on the trashiest date. I, uh, okay. I, uh, it's well, actually embarrassing. Okay, but when you're 22, you really. I mean, no, when no, no, no. dates when you're 22 are different than I asked her, date nights now. No, no. I asked her if she wanted to go get something to eat. I took her to the food court at the mall. <laughs> I had to make sure. It w- I don't know what I was thinking. Well, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I do a fun activity with not a lot of talking, like mini golf or something? Uh-huh. I don't know. I decided to take her to, <laughs> to the food court. food court. Hey, babe, you got to try this Panda Express. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the best bourbon chicken of your life. Hey, I did t- <laughs> 
<laughs> I did something right. I, that girl, she loved me. I don't. I. I. I guess I quit. And I actually got a job at a commercial radio station, so I, I ended up. Oh, all right. Well, you're, you're, you're going contact. too far. Did, did you guys like have the same shifts together? Of course. All, all the time. All the time. Yeah. All right. So when so after the date, you guys would work together. How how awkward was that? Did you ever see her talking in Spanish with a group of guys around and all of them laughing? Nobody. She was too shy. She was very shy. Oh. I was the only one that like showed her any attention. She, exactly. But she was beautiful. On the other hand, her friend was the dishwasher. This is so embarrassing. Okay, okay. this is so trashy. Buckle in. So I would. I keep. I was young. All right. We're all young. Okay. And stupid. I was just stupid. There was, I don't even remember, another beautiful woman there. Okay. Oh, beautiful two, dishwasher. Two senoritas. Two senoritas. One was the bus girl. She was like 18. This this woman was 21 or my age at the time, but she was married to the head cook. <laughs> the cook on the line at Native New Yorker. Okay. She was the dishwasher like 10 feet away from him. But somehow I would always go up there and go up to her and say, Besame. All right. <laughs> 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 so cringy. <laughs> I just got douche chills. Because <laughs> hey, there's no, there's nothing hotter than, than the girl with rubber glove washing dishes. <laughs> I'm telling you, the most beautiful dishwasher you've ever. Sexy, very sexy. Hands pruned from hot, from hot water all day, <laughs> and a hairnet. Yeah. Now keep in mind her her husband and she would bring her her toddlers in all the time. <laughs> it was, it was, Ninas. Yeah. Her husband worked ten feet away, and I would always say, "Besame, ora." And when I and I'd walk out the back door to like on break and sit oh, down. Yeah. There. And uh-huh. I remember my final shift when she knew I was quitting. After uh-huh. all the months of saying that, <laughs> all the months of sexual harassment. <laughs> I think she was shooter. <laughs> Maybe it was. I don't know. I was sitting on the stoop behind Native New Yorker, and she came out there, and she threw herself on me. Whoa. Yes. A married woman. <laughs> her husband, 10 feet away. And, and uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get the picture. So you're sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm actually like on, on the phone. Okay. And you're like sitting on like a, with ten, my, like with, a five-gallon bucket or something. Fi- on a, or a on crate a, or milk exactly, crate. Exactly. On a milk crate with I my just, back to the kitchen door. All right. Now, does she like come around and like straddle you? Yes. Whoa. Okay. Like straddling you, facing you. Facing me. Came out of nowhere. Had forgotten. Didn't even know she was out there. And stuck she her. Just, uh, she just knew it was her her one last shot. She stuck her uh, lingua down my throat. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, how quick was it? Was it a long? Well, deep here's the thing. She, she we made out for like ten to fifteen seconds, I, and then I went to a full blown panic because I realized I couldn't see behind me if, uh-huh. if her husband yeah, came if out. The cook, the cook is behind you with the <laughs> chef's knife. Yeah. And she, I remember she whispered, "Let's go to your car." Ooh. And I. Then my morals took over, and I'm like, I can't have sex with a married woman that is, in her car, in, 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 her, in her, my car or her car. Like that was just that's beyond trashy. Yeah, I'm like half chubby, right? Uh, dude, have, I think about it whenever, <laughs> from time whenever to time. <laughs> and my blown, I have so many blown opportunities. <laughs> oh, what kind of car did you have at the time? Was it the tiny hatchback? Type I had a a nine. This is what year was this? 2006. So I had a. 97 teal green Ford Escort. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Nubbiest car. Hey, 
You she know, didn't care. Could, hey, you know what you should have done is you should have gotten at least a hand <laughs> with those broom dishwashing hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, I've seen I've seen a lot of uh, Latina maid porn in my life where they wear the gloves during the uh, I've inter- seen that too <laughs> during intercourse. Uh, you know what? They, why isn't there any restaurant porn where the where the white spiky haired <laughs> Caucasian is flirting with the dishwasher? <laughs> that could be a brand new genre. <laughs> so we made out. Andrea didn't see it. She was still in the kitchen. I had two women at Native New Yorker. Oh, did, did did the husband ever find out? No, no, no. Because it was that uh, that was my final shift when she decided to make a move wow. for me, and I never talked to her again. But Andrea had my phone number, and when I moved to D.C., she sent me a text that said, "I will never forget you." Holy and I, crap! And those I, are, hey, those are strong words. I know. And I and I she said in Spanish. I translated <laughs> it on Google. <laughs> And I actually still think, I still wonder if she remembers me. <laughs> I bet she does. She's probably like, yeah, she's, my, oh, she's a couple years younger than me. Yeah, she probably, probably has a family. Hey, probably same age as me. Yeah, same age as you. Yeah, as a family now. Yeah. Hey, what, what, I, mean, I still think about her. <laughs> hey, what if, what if she has kids and one of them is named Mateo? <laughs> it's possible. It's, it's certainly possible. <laughs> It's always fun to reminisce. I, I say you should you should definitely you got to get your kids to work in a restaurant. Not for those reasons, but it teaches you good life yeah. lessons. How do we how do we get there? Oh, twenty seven year old Dominican. Oh, that's all right. David David's new girlfriend. I'm jealous of that guy. That's a man. Yeah, I guess we got our, our show title. Yeah. Um, fun segment. Wow. That guy. I always said he's stealing my bit. That you know, um, when my wife passes away. When when I I'll be hopefully much older than seventy three. Say I'm eighty six, uh-huh. and I'm on Tinder in Dominican Republic. I think then then that's fair game. I can go after a nice young woman, a nice young senorita. Senorita, yeah. Um, she was pretty though. I mean, not. Oh a, yeah, we saw we saw yeah, the pictures. She all the pictures. She was very pr- out of his league. I will say that. Uh, I, but that's not fair. No, I know you're saying that's not fair. But he's seventy three. Yes, she uh, she was. A pretty gal, I'll say that. So props to him, and she won't let him lift a finger. That is what yeah. I'm most jealous. And of. and she got mad when he paid for her to to meet her there. That oh, yeah, that yeah. was that was the biggest what you, bombshell. What do you make of that? Because a lot of people said, "Oh, that's just temporary." She as soon as she sinks her her teeth into him, then she'll maybe you that's unfair. I maybe I think it's like, an unfair way to look at. Um, people who don't live in this country are like, we're so great. Yeah, that like, they ha- like for they, some reason, we're we their need, saviors. Yeah, yeah, we need to be the person that swoops in like Superman to save them. I'm sure there's an allure, like we said, to, to dating yeah. a man from the United States. But, you know, a lot of women don't want to be disrespected like that. Well, it's kind of it's also a little egregious to think that somebody in a different country can't make money. I don't think she has. A, from what he said, I don't think she has a lot of money. But. Okay. But Props get, to David. Good but call. Fun, fun segment that on, was, that on was, the junks today. I actually thought that that put the junks in a good mood, and also the fact that uh, draft speculation is ending. Right, and I th- and, the, and they were burnt and they were burnt out of, of the mock draft today. I, I thought. What would you think of the mock draft? Um, or the two mock drafts that we had? Did we do? Do we do too much on the show? Too many mocks? Yeah, to make it too confusing. I I don't like. This is what I don't like is that the two things that we did today, in order to get the junkies' attention, I don't like the fact that we have to uh, throw money at the problem. Does that make sense? 
Oh, it do you like to get them fired up yeah, for a segment? It seems like it seems like uh, to get someone to care nowadays or to get someone to take it seriously, we got to do some sort of gambling aspect of, uh, involved with it. And I'm, mm. I, I don't like the way that it's trending. Does that make does that yeah. make any kind of I don't sense? Know. I, I thought I thought it was a good idea. It, it probably very confusing for the listeners. That's kind of what I'm regretting a little bit. And it was sloppily put together kind of last minute. We could have done a better job with that. But we had the idea yesterday to come up with it and to get them engaged in the mock draft. And we do honestly do. We try to do something a little different every year or to just until we find out something we had, we, perfect. We, we actually should have ended our mock drafts ever since we got uh, Frank Caliendo to do the voice yeah, of. That, that was the uh, best. Of, was it Kuiper? Did we have yeah, him do he did Kuiper? the Kuiper voice. So we had him do one for every pick and we played it as our instant analysis with Zings. And it was. How it, did we do that? Did he just record? I'll tell you exactly how we yeah, did it because that was our peak producing. Yeah, that was about five years ago. That was your baby. You 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 took in that one and ran with it. That was a great job. Um, we so we had Frank connect to his ISDN because that's mm-hmm. how he did all his radio hits, and what we did was. Uh, basically, we speculated every single pick in the top ten, um, and then we also did like five extras in case there was another another thing, and then also some generic joning too. Um, and then we just wrote out some material for him to read, and mm-hmm. we kind of reacted on the fly um, after after they gave their pick that we the, uh, we would react on the fly, then play Mel's analysis. And you know what the funny part was? What's is that, that um, uh, didn't, didn't JP think like uh, it was live that Frank was live? Oh, I think so. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah, that was great. He tried to like ch- talk to him or something. I mean, if you ha- if you have that episode in your rom guys, send it over because I, I gotta find that. That was that was peak producing right there. But ever since ever since then, I feel like I feel like it's not downhill, but it's just like. It's like uh, Brett and Doggy Jams. How how do you top it? After how do you, that? Yeah. How, how, how do, do you do better than that? Right. We haven't. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> That's true. Now I, I just like I just don't know what to do after that. Retire. That's yeah. what we should do. No, we'll keep doing. It. We'll tr- we'll try to keep having something fun every single year. I, I'll tell you what I don't want to do. I what? don't want to have a reporter from every city. Um, well, no, I know Jason brings that up every year, and I, I look. I appreciate Jason's uh, interest in, in in segments and in being prepared for stuff. But that is, in my opinion, I don't want to tell Jason this over the air ways. It's just hack radio. That's what. Every lame sports show does. We're better than that. We we we're more creative than that. We're the junk. We're fun. The, we're the junkies, right? Like we are a top five sports show in the country. We shouldn't be having lame reporters on. No offense to Pete Haley, who we love. <laughs> <laughs> but like old guy, you know, some old guy from like, Minnesota gra- grasping from him, uh, just a, a a blogger in Houston to give his take. Yeah. And and I, we always tell the junkies this, and, and a lot of times they disagree, but just because you guys did something in the past or we did something in the past one way doesn't, doesn't mean, mean we should continue doing it this way in 2022. Um, and I just fi- I don't find it that interesting. And I the, go- the listeners Look, want if, to if, hear the junkies. Like if you want to hear a, a full mock draft with everyone's analysis, you could just go to ESPN whenever you want right, and just go course. read it. Of course. And then, yeah, it's probably a lot easier, a lot less time consuming. So I, I, I don't know. That's it's it's it's, 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 it's it's verbal it's verbal blogging. And you That's know how what? I say this it. is a new tradition. It's a tradition on the show now is that we have the junkies make the picks. We've been doing it for at least ten years since Valdez and I've been the producers. So uh, I want to hear I, who the junks take. And it's always very highly rated. 
It is highly rated. I, we always get feedback on two two big NFL segments: our NFL predictions that in September and our mock draft. We always get monster ratings that week, and we could always use them. So we'll probably continue to do it. The, the NFL is big, and plus, it makes it it, it makes better for us uh, for praising and joning on everyone's picks in the the future. Of course, that's yeah. that's the best part. That's the best part. Yeah, nobody cares if if the uh, the Raiders reporter blows a pick. In, in two years, yeah, everyone cares if cakes blows it. But when 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 Eb says Justin Herbert is worse than Dwayne Haskins, and we can play it on the show, that's great audio. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Feel we I felt a little bad taking a it was any a, shots at him, but huh. but we just you know what we did we just gave everyone some producing lessons. We did. I think they I think they do that. All right, now how about the. The comedian lessons that Jay Moore w- was putting on the classroom that he was he was teaching last Friday. I, I knew he was going to be great. He was he was awesome. No other word to say but awesome. He has great stories. He's honest and open. Um, I will say I was a little shocked by his appearance. <laughs> that was the joke that JP alluded to. I think when he came on the stage, um, JP said that on, on Monday morning when he was recapping the, the segment. He's Jay Moore walked on stage and he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? You don't look the same either. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny joke. <laughs> Which makes me laugh because, of course, yeah, that was stunning. Yeah. Uh, and I saw a picture of him, I think, the day before. Or I saw him on, on WSA 9. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Jay Moore. <laughs> he just gotten off the plane. He was wearing sweatpants and, like, a zip-up hoodie on TV. He looked terrible. He looks like, um, do, do you remember uh, was when Jeremy Piven was in uh, the, the Seinfeld episodes? Yes. He kind of looked like that. He did. <laughs> he did. So I knew he was going to be good the second I got to the lobby. And I'll tell you why. This goes a lot with like the Matt, or Mike Rizzo conversation. Sometimes those long walks up to the studio from the lobby, uh-huh. I don't know what to say to these well, imagine, right? Well, imagine like, those... The same. I don't want to talk about the weather yeah. or your flight. Yeah, imagine those phone calls. This is basically an extended phone it's, call. It's, it's, a lo- it's such a long walk sometimes. <laughs> Who is the previous comedian we had in? Um, Norton? Norton was a little awkward. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't I, think that. I, I, I don't that know why. why is that why you asked it, me to walk him out? Yes. <laughs> I, that is why I asked you to walk him out because I didn't I didn't know what to say to him and that was my fault. I did poor prep. I wasn't wasn't ready to go for for Jimmy. It wasn't on him at all. I, it was a quiet I walk. Actually, it was a quiet should, walk. I should have gotten Jimmy because I know. I know I know all about. I could have peppered him and everything. So the second I saw Jay Moore in the in the lobby, first off, he came with like a cow like a cowboy. Oh, yeah. I don't. That was the. Uh, this guy, this guy was wearing gold cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. He came with like a sixty-year-old Hispanic cowboy, <laughs> some old cowboy that I thought was his opener because why else, who would come with a friend? It just didn't make any sense. But I guess it was just a friend of him, his. And the guy was his friend. The cowboy was great, you know, very cordial guy. But Jay saw me in the in, in the lobby and he goes, "I was wearing a Seahawks sweatshirt," and he goes, "Oh, Seahawks." Man, what the hell are you guys doing? You guys are really blowing it. I'm like, all right, I got something to talk to the whole way. We talked, we talked a lot of sports on the way oh, up here. Oh my god! And uh, he was just super easy to talk to. And you guys could see that when you were watching on TV or listening. I've I haven't seen a comedian impress the junkies like that in a long time. The guys were definitely impressed, and Jay did Jay did the great thing um, that really softens the junks mm-hmm. is that whenever whenever a guy a guy is silly. And like, we'll compliment the show, not just like the junks, but just like the show, the feel of the show. Whenever they are, are, are praising the guys about that, 
the guys all of a sudden like loosen, are, up. Are, loosen up and just buy in that they feel like they've made a, a fast friend. And it doesn't hurt that they also want to star F them. Right. Yeah. Well, I could tell the first segment went well because as soon as we went to commercial break, I'm stunned to watch this. EB, who's super tense all the time, doesn't want people like invading his personal bubble. Jay Moore walked by him to go to the bathroom and start giving EB a back massage. <laughs> you missed it. it was for like 10 to 15 no, seconds. I, I, I saw it. I, I saw, like the, in I saw and, the end of it. And then just patted him on the back and, was, and goes, great segment or something like that. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what was that? And he'd be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> but here's what I tell you what I didn't like. And it was two great segments, and, we, and I wish we could have done more. I guess two and a half. Um, I hate Lurch's questions. And it it it, it got the the... We got great answers from Jay. I, well, I was going to say, I don't, I would disagree with you. I, I know. I, I, but, I think I'm I, in the I, minority. No, no, no. I know what you're trying to say. Okay. And what if, am I trying to say? What you're trying to say is, I love when uh, all of the Hollywood insider stuff and the Hollywood stories, but you don't like how Jason goes, What do you think of X? Exactly. Okay. I love the insider stories. Jay told great stories. You, you and Lurch, yeah. You just don't like how we got there. Because here's why. And, and this goes back to what we were just talking about. The junkies are have great chemistry. They are the ones with, they can do a show unlike anybody else. Well, any idiot in Des Moines, Iowa could ask Jay Moore, hey, what was it like working on a movie with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah. And I just like, oh, anybody ask. He probably he gets probably asked gets that it all the time. Every radio stop what was it? Goes. What was it like with Tom Cruise? Every single person probably says that to him. Right. The junkies are best at just talking, spitballing. It doesn't even matter what what comes up. You could join on his outfit, his bad brains outfit, or you could or his looks, <laughs> or like what he's going to do in D. What I mean, whatever. The the softball. What was this other actor like? Always, always just kind of like, ah, oh, come on. We, yeah, but he doesn't, no, doesn't want to talk about that. Yeah, but Jay took it great. He could have easily just like dismissed it, and then it, the, I was just worried that the worm was going to turn. But right. it never did, and and you know what? It was actually I have to give Lurch credit because he maybe Lurch and he's and Lurch I will say is the best interviewer on the Junkies, sports interviewer with sports interviews. Right? Jason does his prep. He asks thoughtful questions. He has good responses. He's listening to what the people say. Jason, in my opinion, by far the best interviewer on on the show. I hope that doesn't offend the other guys. <laughs> That's just my opinion. But. Maybe Jason was just feeling him out. It was like, hey, he's giving great answers, so I'm just going to keep asking him these softball questions. Uh-huh. But it, they were going so well. At one point, you and me did get in Jason's ear and go, and we said, ask him about, about Bill, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Well, uh, because he, Bill Murray was in the news that yeah. day, and I read on on Reddit this great story that Jay told about. So what I, I, in my mind, it would have gone, hey, Jay, did you see Bill Murray was in the news about, about uh, inappropriate touching Right, there's a better somebody. way to phrase the question. Instead of, what was Bill Murray like? You're 100 percent right. That's it's that the phrasing it, of the it question. It would have sounded better. All right. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, what you, I know what you mean though. But it is hard. Like it is very hard for just think about going into a room with four strangers, even if you're a professional speaker. Oh, to, especially being that open and being that and just shoot, shooting the crap with with four random guys and making it entertaining. It's hard to do. Um, but Jay, outstanding radio guest. I asked for his manager's number, and he goes, <laughs> "Let me give you my number." Now, did you pass that along to Jason? Because Jason was all psyched to get his number. I don't think I did. Have you uh, been in contact with Jay since? No, I thought you about sh- sending you a text. Sent, you should have sent a thank you text later. I know. Is it too late to send one? Uh, 
Probably. Probably. The window, the window's closed by now. He's already forgotten about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's he, on he's on to the he's next He's on to uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. He's on to the next morning show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he's he's talking to Bob and Tom right now. Well, I think we got a couple a c- couple more comedians. Well, I shouldn't say that because one of them just got canceled. We had Michael Rappaport in studio tomorrow. Um, I'm I'm irritated because he was confirmed. Everything was good to go, and I just got a text from Allison right before we started recording Bit Season that Rappaport can't come on or won't come on. I, I don't know the difference. Something came up, and he just wants to call in. Call-ins are here's the problem. Now Rappaport's been on a call-in before, and he was good. Yeah, but the problem is the the high after Jay Moore. You know what I mean? So that's going to be in the junk's mind. Is the next comedian that you have on after Jay Moore is going to seem insignificant because you need that. They're, cause oh, they're, he's following up a yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're you're following up the no, high of Jay Moore. I know, but Michael Rappaport is in the in that same category where he can come on and he's just a a great talker, and so he can be in any situation. I know a lot of people don't like Rappaport, and and they fight, but he's a great radio guest. But so rap, uh, just inside baseball, only you guys will know this. Rappaport wanted to just call in tomorrow, mm-hmm. but after talking with Valdez, we didn't want to reward him. <laughs> With a, with a call in by canceling the in studio the day before, it's just not going to be as good. And I don't want to be like, oh yeah, no problem. We'll just do a tele uh, a phoner when we had you all teed up to do an in studio and it would have been great. And you just want to be lazy, in my opinion, and I, not come in. I think that as well. Also, it's a bad precedent because I don't I don't want Allison uh, at the improv thinking that that she can just have whoever call us. I think Allison feels pretty bad. Allison's great, and um, yeah, we love Allison. She hooks us all the time. She does. She she and and they and they you know DC Improv has been through the ringer the last two years and I, it's glad to see them surviving and and doing well. But it's also the day after the NFL draft and a phoner or a comedian on the phone is just probably not great. But we have Kevin Nealon scheduled for next week. I love Kevin Nealon. Right in the junk's wheelhouse. Oh yeah, we talked about it before. Old older comedians oh, at the at the DC Comedy Loft. You know if you're in the S, if you're in SNL in the mid to late nineties, you're right in the junk's wheelhouse. Yeah, and then I'm trying to get. Um, What's your favorite Kevin Nealon bit? Um, I, I actually I don't know if I even know a Kevin Nealon bit. You no, 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 no. Happy Gilmore. I know. I know you're thinking SNL, but I like him from Happy. Okay, Gilmore. where he's the uh, the inspirational yeah, ride yeah, the yeah, bull. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yo, you don't remember Subliminal Man? No, what's that? All right, that, I, I, I didn't really watch SNL. I had a bedtime. <laughs> Well, you think my parents let me stay up till midnight? You you think I watched SNL in the late '90s at midnight (laughs) on Saturday? I'm not on YouTube watching (laughs) old Kevin Nealon clips. Well, you're just you're not a comedy aficionado. And you know what? And if I did stay up late, I I actually liked Mad TV. <laughs> you're a Mad TV mark. I was a Mad TV. You know you. you, know I, know I, you I like were, Bobby Lee. You know you, you are you are the kid who was waiting to watch Howard Stern on E to see the pixelated boobies at eleven o'clock. Yeah, you're well, probably right. And then watching the the girls gone wild infomercials at one a.m. <laughs> that was you. But subliminal. You don't remember subliminal? No, Man? I don't. I don't even know what that is. Your job today is to YouTube Kevin Nealon weekend update subliminal man. All right, I'll, I'll report back yeah, to you give me the re- what I thought. But I know report. he's a big name and, and a big-time stand-up comedian in, in uh, over the last few decades, so he'll have great stories. And then there's a comedian that I I love discovering comedians that I put Valdez on to. He, <laughs> he's not one over yet, but I think he'll do great with the junkies. His name's Stavros. He's a New York comedian. I think he grew up in Baltimore, 
but he knew he knows who Big O and Dukes are. I know that. That's probably why. <laughs> yeah, 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 no wonder. <laughs> uh, there was some clip around of him mentioning Big O and Dukes that I saw somewhere, and uh, it intrigued me enough. But he's got, um, he does amazing crowd work. And so if you do great crowd work, I think you Which could, is basically the same thing as Jonin. And, and I, he does a lot of Jonin on clothes and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think he'll be a great Joner on the junks when he comes in. That'll if he comes great. in. So That'll I, be great. Trying to get him down. All right, Valdez, you wanted to talk about Bad Neighbors. A great conversation oh, yeah. this week on the show. Could have been, it should have been a longer segment. We should have planned that out better. But the junks were, were hit the I, ground run with that I, one. I'm actually a little surprised by by the junkies and their neighborly uh, duties, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. I didn't realize, like, Eric is a recluse. He's just kind of an ass. <laughs> right? Right? Like, why would he? He said he wouldn't call 911 <laughs> well, if his neighbor's... house was on fire. <laughs> and he goes, maybe he's burning <laughs> loose. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't understand that. But I think the I think the best neighbor to be is either Cakes or JP. No, Cakes. Cakes? JP, um, too nosy. Oh, really? Too nosy. I don't, I don't want JP. He's just, he doesn't miss any. He's very observant. Uh-huh. And he's, he's, um, he's got a little bit of, um, how do oh, you kind say, of, kind OCD. Uh-huh. So you think he, he'd be like Wistoria Lane yeah, and no, he, Desperate I, he'd Housewives? Be like, he'd like narc you out to the HOA or something. <laughs> I, I can see JP doing like that. If, like JP would raise a stink, raise a stink, mm-hmm. like if your dog took a dump on, on his lawn. Right, yeah. He He's a stickler for rules. If your mailbox was a little off-center or the wrong do you, color. Do you agree with my assessment? I, I, okay, I kind of get that. Lurch. Absolutely not. No, well, no. Unless Jason, you, no, here's the thing, is that it's such a 50-50 shot with Jason. So you're either on, like, his really, really good side, or all of a sudden he just, he hates you so much. And and the fact that there's, the, the, the distance between those two is so large. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be hated. And, here, and, and then all of a sudden your business is out on the air, like Jason does with his neighbors. Here's the thing. If your neighbor's with Jason, you're probably rich. Right? Okay, that's and a fair so point. so you have a connection. We know the way to his heart. Oh, money. Money. Oh, yeah. You know, he'd probably, like, take you up into the, the, the suite to go see Rizzo. But you can't just be rich and have a boring job. You have to be rich and have something unique about your job or something worth bragging about. You have about. to have something uh, that you're willing to give to him. Right, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, financial or anything. But <laughs> you, have you, have to, you have to offer you something. You have to own a uh, meatpacking <laughs> company in, in Laurel, Maryland. Yeah, you have to have, like, a like a free sub card that you can get, give him or something. Right, exactly. Okay, but 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 that's that's the thing with Jason. It's like, all of a sudden, you're buddy-buddy with him, and you're in his uh, you're in his driveway uh, drinking cocktails together, telling mm-hmm. stories, or he's uh, or he hates you, and, and and telling uh, your business out uh, uh, over the air. Yeah, I'm glad we stopped him from talking about his neighbor, or EB stopped him. EB did. EB uh, finally going to get back. That's going to get back. But Cakes, I think Cakes is the best neighbor, is because he's uh, he's so caring, right? Yes, Cakes. Now the problem is, is that Cakes. I think Cakes is kind of clueless when it comes to home stuff. He is, but you don't you don't need a neighbor for that. Right, unless well, you want no, here, to. No, here's the problem. Unless he's got a, a drill bit, you need to borrow. <laughs> well, here's the problem: is that you can't show any kind of manly duties around him, because mm-hmm. then all of a sudden he'll ask about it. Because I don't like. I feel bad for Kevin. All right, Kevin is Cakes' neighbor, 
That's and the, what, is, what does Kevin get from what, cakes? Yeah, what does Kevin get from cakes? Is and it, all cakes does is work Kevin over for his handyman skills. <laughs> Kevin gets his name on the radio. <laughs> I, but I don't think Kevin cares about that. Doesn't seem like it. Um, you're right. I don't. I don't think cakes. But like cake said like he would. All, do, but cake said he would do all those neighborly things. Pick up packages. He said he would water Kevin's plants if he was out. Oh well, he better because Kevin's over there installing uh, recessed lighting in his house. Yeah. Would you? This is uh, this is. But this is what think, Kevin I, might. This is I, what I, Kevin. I might think get it goes up. without saying. I'm the worst neighbor. Uh, uh, Me or EB, but I recent my recent track record isn't great. Yeah, you you go around punching people. No, no, you went around <laughs> to punch somebody. I get around and get in arguments with them. Uh, but Kev, this is what Kevin gets out of cakes. I think Kevin's wife sees him be so manly and basically help this peon, this this lazy mm-hmm. slug who can't who can't uh, change a tire or screw in a light bulb. Then all of a sudden sees her husband become uh, super macho manly, man, yeah. macho man, machismo Kevin, and then all of a sudden throws herself at him for being so manly. That's what I think in my head. Our minds are polluted by <laughs> pornography and sex. You know, we can't have a nice conversation. No, no, about no, 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 no. It doesn't have to be sex, but all of a sudden you you assert your manly dominance mm-hmm. by by uh, uh, treating cakes like a little yap, uh, lap dog. Well, here's at at the bottom line is cakes is the nicest junkie. So he is so going by to be default, the nice, he's, yeah, he's so by default, he would neighbor. be the nicest neighbor. Yeah. Now you tell tell me on JP. Maybe I'm being too hard on JP. Would no, JP... I, well, I didn't think about that, but but I think about JP and his new um, his new man crush neighbor he has. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, where you're you're hitting the heavy bag in the gym together. Uh, you're hanging out talking about NFTs and cryptocurrency. Here's you're the, going you're here's going the, out the. JP went out to Vegas for an MMA fight with his with his new neighbor. You know what? Yeah, he did. Him and his neighbor. I think that guy, Eric, that he mentions all the time was his neighbor at his old townhouse. Yeah, at the skinny townhouse. And they became best friends or very close friends. Very close friends. Now, here's what I'm looking for from a neighbor. This is is like your your dating profile for your neighbor. I don't want to be, I don't think, I don't want to be friends with my neighbor. I want brief, pleasant conversations. You don't get that with JP. Pleasant, yes. Brief, you're gonna, I don't want to get flamed, and I'm just trying to check the ma- grab my mail. Uh-huh. I don't want to talk about for for 20 minutes out there about whatever you know. Yeah, you, all, all of a sudden you're getting the mail. JP's coming back from his run, and yeah, then he's telling God. you how oh he did every God. mile. You, ima- you imagine you're stuck in that conversation. You got something burning on the stove. <laughs> can't get in there. You can't, you can't even get a word in. Uh, see, you're you're. I'm thinking about, um, I, I, but. He, Here's the thing. So if JP is your neighbor, you got a guy who can get you some tickets. It basically it basically comes down to who's the nicest. <laughs> so Cake's probably the nicest, then JP, then Lurch, then then EB. I would say that or the friendliest. To, hey, what know, did you EB's think? Nice what did you think of my of my hypothetical? Was that a, was that a little crossing the line? What was your hypothetical? 
that that all of a sudden you smell the smoke in the backyard, mm-hmm. and you know Eric is sitting there in the fire pit watching uh, the, uh, college lacrosse on, ES, <laughs> on, ESPN, on, on ESPN Plus. Okay, okay, and you go back and you you grab your uh, you grab a, a bottle of Jack from your bar cart. And you bring two glasses over, and you say, "Hey, hey, howdy, neighbor! Yeah, hey, hey, neighbor, how you doing? I, uh, I could smell the fire, but you mind if I, we hang out for a drink? All right." Mm-hmm. And then Erickson said, "No one would ever do that <laughs> <laughs> because he's so mean. He's so he, he's so unpleasant to be around that I it was a good it was a great hypothetical. It would just Evie's right. It would never happen." Does EB even invite us over to his house? Does he want anybody at his house? You know, that is true. Why is he spending all this money on Offenbacher's outdoor furniture when he's not having anybody over at his house? <laughs> it, seems, his... it seems so lonely. Because in that where you have outdoor parties? Uh, and, unless you're a lacrosse coach, <laughs> yeah. you can't come over to EB's hey, house. Unless, unless you're drawing up uh, plays for Stevie, you're not invited over. It's true. We've... we've would never never invited over to hang I've been, out. I've been invited over to EB's house one time, and that was for the NFL draft in two thousand and eight. Wow! We, yeah, and it was so. That's when the draft was. Was that one was still on Saturdays? I think it was, it was Saturday mornings or something. Well, why were you invited over? Because two thousand eight, it, it was a radio bit. Like uh, Dukes asked him, and, and and I think it was a bunch of random rate like listeners. Oh. It was it was Big O and Dukes and Big O and Dukes listeners invaded EB's house to watch the draft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no wonder he never has anyone over anymore. <laughs> now it now it makes a lot of sense. And now he did have six stadium seating hey, back you, in the day. I don't hey, know do if he still has. It. Do you know the uh, the last time that I was invited? Let's see. I was invited over. What was um? What's the charity function that the uh, that the the news babes would do all the time for breast cancer? Do you remember yeah. what it was called? They, I just know they all wear pink. Yeah, dresses. yeah, they all pe- wear yeah. pink. They like have some party that's hosted. You guys went into that. It's well, a, yeah, yeah, so we so we went. It was me, Eric, and Tom. Okay, Tom Daly. No, 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 no. Tom Healy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went. We went to that the charity thing. Uh-huh. Eric was like invited by whoever. Uh-huh. Um, and so he was just saying, "All right, well, um, we'll just we'll carpool together, meet at my Why house." Why did you go to that? What? Why did you go to that? Because no one else from the show wanted to, oh, okay. and he, he forced me to go. Um, so we carpool, or so we go over to Eric, uh, to Eric's, and it's in like downtown DC. And so Eric said, "Well, we'll just come by after the show, after you're done work, we'll get uh, some cocktails, br- bring, bring a bring a change of clothes and everything." So the the event doesn't start till like seven o'clock, eight o'clock. We're just hanging out all day at EVs. <laughs> so, so like I get to Eric's at I don't know three four. And um, me and Eric, you know what Eric's, had, uh, Eric's idea of fun was when uh, we went over there? After What's that? His, I, we went down to his home gym, and he says, let's get a pump going before we go down to the party. <laughs> I just spilled my mouth. <laughs> so, so we're in Eric's home gym, all right? And that old, and that old rusty equipment. <laughs> that, that old rusty equipment. He's showing me the, the 11593 mm-hmm. picture, and we're sitting there doing our curls. <laughs> We're doing squats, and Eric's Eric's riding on his uh, his stationary bike, mm-hmm. and we get we get a pump going, and then get dressed to go over to Tom Healy's the pregame, and then go out. <laughs> That's funny, man. I could definitely see that happening. Uh, he gave me the tour. He gave me the tour of the house. Yeah, and I, got, I remember yeah. the tour. Yeah, yeah, the whole tour. His yeah. disheveled media room. 
Get the droopy power lines. <laughs> Got to see them in person. Yep. Um, I have. I, I've been in Jason's house. I've, I've lived in Jason's house. Yeah. Um, I've, I've uh, been to Cakes' house. Been, I've been to JP's. They invite us over. JP, the, you know, JP does I like to throw parties, though. That is and he's inviting everybody because isn't he inviting his neighbors? Yeah, you know, I think I take back what I said about JP. He might be a pretty good neighbor outside the flame. Hey, you've seen JP's community too. So if you say you're rich and you live next to Jason, you'll have some you'll have some dough if you live uh in JP's neighborhood. Well, I just mean you you have to be rich to be friends with oh, Jason. Oh, okay, for him to be okay. friendly to Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That, Otherwise that makes he's sense. gonna be a jerk to you. So <laughs> JP's, you know, probably nice to, to all people of all classes. <laughs> <laughs> Just pile it on these guys. It's so unneeded. I know. <laughs> probably, they're probably going to listen to this and be furious at us. Uh, they're probably happy we're off their feet. <laughs> um, good show this week, though. Uh, I'm looking forward to... I was looking forward to tomorrow with Rappaport, but it is what it is. He canceled. Because I, I, otherwise, it's going to be four hours of draft, which is probably the right thing to do. It, yeah, anything yeah. for our ratings. Yeah. You know what? If you want your non you want your non draft coverage, listen to Bit Season. Yeah, and I'm telling you, if you subscribe and and, and we're doing well and they like, we, there's a possibility we'll do this more than once a week. I would love to do Bit Season twice a week. So would Valdez. I um, would. We just don't. You know, we want to make it worth the company's time. So we want to make sure that we're doing a good job and people like the show, and we don't want to waste. We don't want to do bad episodes either. So. That is true too. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Hope everybody enjoys the NFL draft tonight and yeah. Friday and yeah, Saturday. Make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe. Subscribe. And then if you're on social media and you're not embarrassed by this kind of thing, tweet about it. Let people know that you enjoy the show and where to find it. Send the link over. Yeah, share it with some buddies. Say, hey, these guys are kind of funny. Yeah, and, and keep in mind, we're being groomed to be the junkies' replacements. <laughs> yeah, we are the heir apparent. <laughs> At least according to the two people talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> in our fantasy in our fantasy world. No, 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 this is what's going to happen. Right, you tell me right, what David t- Field is going to do. <laughs> All right, this is what's going to happen. So, uh, Jason's got one foot out the door already. His, his mind's already, he's got Carolina on his mind. He's yeah. James Taylor. Um, Cakes, Cakes is going to retire uh, because he he has a, a billion Bitcoin and he can do whatever he wants and he'll be down in Kiowa before you know it. Eric's already in Florida. He might um, he might. No, try- no, Eric starting a podcast with Vinny and Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Vinny and Joe, uh, they're going to do a New York Mets podcast while he uh, is on his Comrex in um, in Florida. JP, on the other hand. Yeah. JP will work until he's 85. I All right, so I, this is what no, this is what's going to happen. Okay. All right. The other three guys are going to retire. Then it's going to be the sports junkies with JP Drab and Valdez. <laughs> I like it. That could be a show. <laughs> That's the show. JP does the heavy lifting, sets up the topic, uh huh, grinds. He's got you know the stats and the sports knowledge. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's just an it's just an extension of the show. Yeah, then we, you and me just we assist with all, the chemistry. Yeah, then the cakes cakes shows me how to use the instant replay machine, and, and, I, and I get all of EB and Jason's FanDuel reads. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, and I'll be thankful for them. Yeah, but that's that's the future. I like that's, it. That's the future. All right. The, the, the junkies with J.P. Drab and Valdez. J.P. Drab and Valdez. Coming at you in 2040. Yeah, he's, got a, he's got a five-year-old he's got to pay college for. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he did say he'll be working a long time. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Enjoy the draft. Hope you uh, enjoyed this episode, and we will see you soon on the junkies. Later. Hey. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.